You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. You are very welcome back to the show. So what's got Ireland talking? We have our news panel here to tell us all more. Yes, in studio we have journalist and author Shane Ross. We have News Talk's Andrea Gilligan. And on Skype we have singer Neve Kavanaugh. Now, Andrea, you're going to take us back in time. Yeah, we are shopping through the decades today, Maura. So the Central Statistics Office compiled this list of all of the different types of goods, items, things that we as consumers purchase down through the years. And the reason they do it, it was part of their consumer price index. Initially, it was to do with inflation, but it was also to just kind of see the trends. Like, what are we as Irish consumers buying and what are we no longer opting What's for? What's our shopping bags, really, and in our homes? Kind exactly. of thing. So it yeah. goes right back to the 1970s. And for instance, like, by 1975, even just a couple of years on from when they started to do this, some of the things they dropped off the list were like your writing ink. That was no longer on it. And our old friend Bovril. Bovril. So we, we lost Bovril in the 70s. 1975, died. Bovril yeah. fell off the CSO's list of items that became a regular for us yeah. as consumers yeah. to purchase. That's how, you know, frequently it was in our shopping trolleys and our shopping baskets. Mm-hmm. You started to see the emergence of technology throughout yeah. the 1970s. Cassettes. cassettes. Like the cassette started to feature, so too did the instant camera, or the instant, the instant cameras camera. that yeah. we have. We all had one. Yeah, they featured, featured on the list since the 1970s. Um, one Bo- of the other... Vodka White. White Vodka <laughs> was back on the list. And disposable nappies. They became a feature in the 1970s you know for what? people a lot, to buy. Most of Ireland, as I didn't have, I know certainly my own mother didn't yeah. have disposable no, nappies. No, no. We in, were all in in born in the 70s. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. so it was a thing. We moved from the 70s, mm-hmm. then into the 1980s, of course, and uh, some of the things that they started to notice, the trends that became more and more popular. One of the things I'm devastated was the corsets for women, fell off the uh, wow. the list of items that we used to wear. I wish corsets were, were back. We can all breathe out, though. <laughs> no, corset no. for a thing, I would absolutely love them. Uh, the black and white television screens, they yeah. went away, and so too to the record players. But we really started to get notions, I've noticed, in the 1980s, because frozen meals became a feature. Frozen meals. Fast food. Yeah. And this was peak notions. Like the 1980s, we're talking about high recession, unemployment, well, immigration in leaving, this country. Yeah. We were starting to buy bottled water. In, in the, the 1980s. 1989. Were you not shocked seeing that on that list, bottled water? Yeah. I don't remember. Who was buying ever no. buying no. bottled 1980s. water? That was a bit early, I think. I think they got that wrong. I 1989, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> just towards the end of it, yeah. Mm. But, but, yeah. What about the 90s then, Shane? What was happening then? What was yeah, well, the 90s, you see, was that period between the, the 80s, which were awful, you know, yeah. period of recession, and then we got the beginning of the Celtic Tiger in the yeah. 2090s. was a kind of period of consolidation where we got a bit, bit better off, a bit more sophisticated, buying expensive things. Yeah. Let's have a look at what we had. Yes. Um, Condoms? We had condoms, but that's nothing to do with being well off. It's to do with the kind of liberal society and yeah. the liberal agenda. Yeah, but it just puts it, it shows really what we were actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're moving into talking yeah. about them and we're ha- yeah. happy to go into shops to buy them without being so Filter coffee, Shane, that's posh. Muesli. Well, that's interesting. Filter coffee, muesli. Yeah. And what we're, what, what, what we're seeing here, I suspect, is people just getting worried about their health, mm-hmm. uh, getting health conscious, eating health conscious foods. Um, what, Alka Pops, which is, I don't know, just, yeah. just the sign of prosperity, maybe. Uh, hiking boots. That's interesting. You know, yeah. they became yeah, fashionable. Is, and yeah. that's, the, that's the death of the poor, unfortunate Wellington. Yeah. Uh, that, that the Wellington boots started going out at that, that particular yeah, time. You think about it, it's right, hiking boots were just that bit posher and That's whatever. it, like, yeah. And Shane, what do you have there on the couch beside you? Ah, and now, this is, this is the last one. 
right? This is ch Chivers jelly. Yeah. yeah. That that went out completely. Although I gather you can get on the shelf since. Yeah. yeah. Since but it was this, a this thing. Has got to, this yeah. has got, yeah. This has got to go. What else did we have? We had a heavy heavy overcoats. Apparently went out. I've still got one of them. I've brought out the milk delivery fee, hi-fi, um, and that's that's it. But really, we're seeing a reflection of, of of the period. The one thing I say is this: Why isn't the airfares there? Because those period. That period, that's when the boom mm -hmm. in air travel took place. I'm not sure. I don't understand why it's not there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Neve, are you going to bring us into the noughties? Right into the noughties, me being like so current in life. Um, we have, uh, we're swapping the hiking boots for the working boots, apparently. Yeah. And then we've got widescreen wide screen TVs, of course. You can see all the technology coming in. Yeah. The very exciting thing there is the gluten-free foods. And I'm, I'm a bit surprised to see tin pineapples suddenly appearing in the 2000s <laughs> and 2010s. Kind of wasn't expecting that. The e-readers there, the e-cigs, all of that sort of thing. It feels a little early for the e-cigs around there, but anyway, you know, it's kind of taken over. On, on the other side, you're losing things like the DVD player, the shoe polish. Obviously, you don't need it with the working or the hiking boots, clearly. And the deep fat fires that apparently came in in the 80s are now a thing of the past. So we're oh, moving right into that. Now we have the air fryer. <laughs> yeah. We were, I know. Well, the air fryer is definitely yeah. in the next decade. In, we were kind of posh years ago if you had a deep fat fryer. <laughs> oh, fierce. Yeah, fierce posh altogether. <laughs> Avocados as well. Yeah. They're still huge today. And actually, funny oh, enough, yeah. healthy but almost kind of controversial now, aren't they? With because yeah. of the environment. And yeah. You're right. Yes. And we're seeing a trend here of the environment uh, throughout the whole period of buying things which are biodegradable. This, the end, one of this, it's either the 90s or the, or the two, that, or the noughties, you've got the end of loose tea. Yeah. And that really, I think, is very sad because we now have tea bags all the time. It's coming back. Is it coming back? It is, the loose tea. Like, I mean, where, where would you get it? You get it on oh, the, like, the really Notions coffee. Do, yeah. Even I don't go to this. Notions tea shops in Dublin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. You can still get loose tea in the supermarket. Well, you can get Barry's tea here. We've got yeah. the loose you, you tea. Did, you yeah. can get you that. Can, you can still get loose tea, yeah. Mm. I was told by my wife you can't get loose tea. You can. No. She's wrong, isn't she? She just. Well, I, 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 I won't say that. I'll leave you say that. You've done it now. But I definitely have seen loose tea in supermarket. Andre, let's talk about like our drinks of preference. You know, there was a time where, you know, the vodka or whatever was a big thing. But then yeah. we kind of got into cava and champagne and all that. And then we got into rosé wine. And that went out and is back in again. It's back in, yeah. And it's funny, you know, it's even when you're talking about the health focus, like now when you start to look at the CSO's figures, even from, from last year for 2023, it's the non-alcoholic beer that has yeah. been added to the most recent list. Like, that has now become a feature. And you see so much more of that. Like, we now have a huge array yeah. of the non-alcoholic non-alcoholic beverages absolutely yeah you're non-alcoholic no secco everything uh, no secco no secco right, you yeah, yeah. you're non-alcoholic prosecco dahi never heard of it no <laughs> unleaded Un <laughs> well, it's funny to see that that, that changing trend and, yeah. and like as, as you mentioned a few moments ago your deep fat fryer um from the noughties that's replaced yeah, on the, the 2023 list by the by the air fryer right. and again the health focus we're looking at our smart watches wireless speakers these are all the things that have been added in the past 12 months. So, like, it's a massive, massive shift, cultural shift, but it represents, I suppose, the change in Irish society over the past 40 years. Yeah, and the international influence, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All these beers and, and wines are changing, and the food's changing. It's changing from the traditional 
Irish food and wine. We're getting more healthy, though, because you think, of course, as we're squishing ourselves mm-hmm. in, now the smartwatches are making us move to lose the weight. More I would still campaign yeah. for a corset. <laughs> I know, but I'm telling you, <laughs> I think there's a market out but there. there for still loads of people wear, well, all of us probably, Spanx. have some kind of spank. I don't have them on me now because I have a frock on that doesn't need them, but normally I'd be squishing myself into spanks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've, I've worn spanks before, too, like, yeah, when I was a small bit horsey, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, uh, are we, you saying we're horsey? No, I did not say anything at all. Between Shane tried to give it to say, about his wife and more. No, I was coming. Neil Cavanagh, back me up here, please. All I, I just oh, came yes. clean. I, I wear it because it kind of kept me together uh, on occasion. Are you saying we need to be kept together? I'm asking you, do I wear shapewear? What's oh, the God. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> open, open up that uh, uh, rose there, Shane, please. <laughs> oh, it's no seco. Oh, you can keep it. Oh, Lord. Anyway, Shane, <sighs> let's move on to the school gate. Oh, yeah, this is a very funny... I, well, I think it's very funny. A piece by a single dad in, in the examiner when he talks about what it's like being a single dad going to collect his daughter at the school gate. And he, he unveils what to me is, is a really important community which exists now. But he regards it, I think, as pretty scary and a tyranny. And that's all the mummies. He calls them the, the mafia. The, what's he called? The mummy mafia, right? Who he goes along there and he's rather excluded from it, not totally excluded. Mm. And he talks about the, um, the Range Rover mummy who, who, who drives on the, who drives, who parks on the yellow lines. He don't say anything to her about it at all. He's scared of these women, basically. He's very frightened of them, in fact. And, and, uh, and, you know, it's a kind of caricature of what that is. But it's, it's a serious point, too, there. That there is this community of parents, and particularly mummies, who actually do a really good job. And, and that's, they, they, they are reasonably, I suppose, coherent because of all the activities which the children get up to. So they're meeting each other day and night, and he's not part of that, and he's absolutely terrified of them. Yeah, and it must he, be he hard, though, well. for a single, yeah. you know, a single father, though. And try, you know what I mean? Think do, about do it. Do you know what I took from the piece was that, like, there, there's clearly, and I don't, I don't have children, so I don't have this experience, but I know from talking to a lot of parents on the show, this school gate etiquette, mm-hmm. you know, and that there's clearly, I suppose... And different probably, types, as he described, yeah, hierarchy there's, there's the personality, you know, clashes, I suppose, that you have that are... If, you know, you've got the, the serial volunteer, the person that's on every single committee going and, and volunteers to be on it. And then you've got the, you know, the other mum or parent that knows the dietary requirements of every child for a 10 kilometre <laughs> yeah, radius. Right. You know, and it, like what I took from it was like, it's, it's, I suppose it's just the office place replicated at the yeah. school gate. And yeah, he's it's, got the queen bee mummy. He's yeah, got the, it's, he's it's got the hippie, he's got the hippie actually, mummy, really, you know. Yeah. And, but it's accurate as they well. They all exist, yeah. actually. If you, start, yeah. if you start thinking about it yourself and applying it to, you know, where you pick up your kids. You, know you have different personalities and more outward people, more warriors, more yeah. of everything. But uh, Niamh, he, he's, he's certainly on the outside of this gang, though, isn't he? Yes, he is a little bit. But I think in fairness to him, you know, I think they might be actually quite pleased to have him in because there's not enough men in that circle usually. I was that mommy in primary school, not so much in secondary because the kids would have killed me if I'd come in within 500 <laughs> metres of the actual school gate. Uh, How would you describe <laughs> yourself, Niamh? What mommy were you? Do you feel, fit into any of the categories this guy was talking about? I probably fit into about four or five of them actually at any given moment. I spent a bit of time in the school doing school productions and stuff like that, so I was kind of involved. And because I had uh, been 
vetted by the police. I was able to go on the school trips um, and things like that. But in saying that, uh, because I I didn't have, I moved away. So without the friends that I made around that kind of school gate, I'd have been lost for the help that I would have had with the kids. And to be honest, I had two lively boys. So I spent a lot of time going to activities. So I suppose I might have been that scary mom. I'm not sure. (laughs) I might be the sound one. He called about the sound mom. I think I wanted the sound mom, the one who's nice. It is a good point though, as Shane mentioned as well. It's a good point that you can lean on other people if you're stuck yeah. or you're running late or something they'll take your kid home or that's that's a really but also if, if, there's, if there's an issue as well you're right it, you're so mom right seem to kind of bend it around yeah. a bit more as well and kind of you can kind of air something that you yeah. might have another chance to do it to the phrase of like you know it takes, it takes a village. village yeah yeah you know and clearly i suppose that's just the 2024 version of that have it though isn't it when you think about it like <laughs> that yeah. Yeah. yeah i think we should be Neil. grateful to them for, for, for the community i think that sort yeah. of community effort is really important mm-hmm. yeah Neil, we're going to move on to our next story more and i have this all the time it's called popcorn oh, brain what i was is born it? with it i think <laughs> i know it's very exciting this popcorn brain thing actually i didn't realize that i actually could explain what what has happened to me since i went on social media in 2010 which is basically what's happening is we we can't um it kind of describes the overstimulation caused by digital tech and all of that sort of thing. So according to some survey, apparently the time a person can focus on one thing has declined from about two and a half minutes to 47 seconds. Lads, like that's a lot. I think the biggest problem here is that, you know, when we were young, we were allowed to be bored and uh, we're we're not actually bored anymore. We just go onto the phones or the Mm -hmm. thing all the time. But actually we're bored by what we do because hours of our time goes by and we have no productive or artistic maybe thing in it. So there's an element of trying to figure out what's right in uh, the balance between digital. So they're kind of trying to get you to say, instead of being a member of the homo sapiens, you know, rather be part of the homo sapiens rather than be the phono sapiens, which is apparently a clever way to say it. Okay. So it's interesting that when you look at it, because in one way, I think that kind of popcorn brain looking at loads Mm -hmm. of different things at Mm -hmm. one time, especially in our kind of industry, I think is kind of helpful. Yeah. What well, if you can absorb information. Well, that's that what I mean. Yeah. yeah, I suppose, yeah. I mean, you know, that you have to absorb 40 things together, which actually you do. And just, been, I suppose, being able to just, yeah, pick out the kind of the, the key points from it. I mean, I know for myself, I joined TikTok about six months ago. Like, it is the worst thing. Do yeah. not join TikTok. Because you're never off it. It is yeah. the prime example of popcorn brain. Yeah. Like, you know, you're literally you're looking at things for three, four seconds and you're gone. Yeah. You're just flicking on, yeah. flicking on, flicking. It is absolutely, yeah. it, like, it's brilliant and it's highly entertaining. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, an hour, the guts of an hour and a half could pass and yeah. you literally have sat there just flicking through there's, there's some evidence, I think, that, that it's actually quite dangerous, in mm-hmm. fact, to the brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the research shows that, that if you, if you, if you absorb, if you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling mm-hmm. all, all the way through, that every time that you get that you you stop at something which alerts you, you get a dose of what's it called dopamine. A dopamine, yeah. yeah. And that actually goes straight to your brain, and it then becomes addictive. So it actually has because got, the whole so, dopamine so is so a high. It all the time. It's yeah. a high, yeah. So so you actually become physically addicted rather than mentally addicted yeah. as well. Yeah. So there is a danger. And the other thing. The other thing that we have to say is that because social media monitors what you do, what they do is they'll keep sending you what you're they stopping. Feed you. Yeah. You know, they, they, they do tend to create algorithms to keep you in that space because it's yeah. in their benefit to be there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, personally, I think, to be fair, uh, social media and all that is helpful, but mm-hmm. I think you need to kind of disengage. I kind of miss those conversations we used to have years ago where you had to debate the, the point and nobody could just check it up immediately yeah. on the internet. Like, you know, I miss those conversations. We actually communicate. I don't know, do you find the same thing, Andre, when you're on TikTok, that if, if, the, if it's not getting to the punchline within 40 seconds, I'm gone. 
My patience, my patience is gone. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to question, though, sometimes, like, what are we actually looking for? Like, yeah. why am I flicking through, mm-hmm. you know, 10 or 15 stories? And, and what has made me stop at the story that you stop at? It's to yeah. feed the addiction. If even only yeah. for that yeah. 30 or 40 seconds. Yeah, yeah. it is actually you know? very true. Especially you can see what, a y- what it will do to a young brain then. Yeah. At least yeah. we've had yeah. life behind us to be able to make yeah. decisions. Well, mm-hmm. kind of try and escape from it. Yeah, you can see why. Andrea, we'll move on to our next story, and it's about Davina McCall. So Davina McCall is 56. She's on holidays, and all of the tabloids you know, around her recent holiday are talking about her tone dabs, how incredible she looks, her displaying her jaw-dropping figure. These are all of the headlines. Davina McCall is delighted about this because, as in her own words, as she says, she has been making a huge effort. And why is she making the huge effort? She stopped getting, I suppose, the attention, the being noticed is really the feeling she talks about. And that feeling, that stopped in her 40s. She used to get lots of, you know, attention. People Mm -hmm. would pass comment. The wolf whistles um, that she would receive in her 30s. In her 40s, that all started to fade away. And she said in her 50s, I am going to make a really conscious effort to bring back that, you know, not that level of attention, no, but no, certainly but she to bring back us, a yeah. level of attention because, as she says, she felt invisible. Uh, Tanya Sweeney's been writing about this, a great piece, and, and Tanya makes the point, you know, what's wrong with being invisible? And what's wrong with actually, I suppose, reaching that stage in your life where you don't wear makeup maybe to the school gate anymore or you go down to the park on a Saturday afternoon and maybe you are in your tracksuit bottoms and your runners. So, like, I suppose it's it's how we look at the um, the ageing process and, and there's, there's neither right nor wrong answer to this. People yeah. feel different ways about it. I suppose what Tanya Sweeney is, is, the point she's making is correct for her. But Davina mm. McCall feels differently. Yeah. So and it's more as you said, Yeah. So you it's, know, it's kind of individual. I think it's an interesting one for people, even male or female, you know, listening to this today. I suppose which camp do you sit in? Do you, mm. do you want to feel noticed in your late fifties, or does it bother you that you just, you know, this was blend into society? Yeah. Yeah. Beige. <laughs> are you beige? <laughs> she uses I refuse the... to be called beige. No, <laughs> what do you think? Or do you don't want to be called beige, Nate? <laughs> I'm not having beige. I put on a good colourful jumper today. <laughs> no, I, I, do you know, to be honest, the energy, I, Davina McCall has always been very health conscious, to be fair to her. Yeah. She's been doing this for a long time. Plus, she has kind of a culture following her for a long time to do it. So it's in her interest to stay where she is. And if it makes her feel great, I'm all for it. Anything that makes you feel great. I've really enjoyed getting older, not really putting the energy into worrying about people whether they fancy me or not. I, I love the fact that actually I've got my energy into just enjoying people now and enjoying my own life. Oh. So, I mean, I think it's great. I'm, I don't miss the wolf whistles. I'm not sure there's a, that would be a big thing in my life. But I kind of get what Tanya's saying and what Davina's doing. You know, both of them are kind of two camps. Yeah. Uh, personally, it's not it's not a choice for me. It's not a priority for me. Yeah, I, but I wouldn't be in this business if I didn't like to be noticed, let's be honest. That's true. Is it, does, this, does this concern men at all, Shane, do you think? I think it's a quite a dangerous one. I notice you're pretty silent on this one as well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Would you ever feel like that, either of you? Quite dangerous. No, not, not really. No, not, not I don't particularly. Think so. I mean, it's dangerously phrased in the in the way it's been told because of it's it's surrounding the, the wolf whistle is the thing that yeah. that's yeah. surrounding it, and that is that is a very dangerous kind of but area. I'm just saying the invisibility thing that would apply to any gender. But yes, would you of yourself, yeah. as you're getting older, have you ever felt like, oh, I'm getting older, I'm losing my touch, I'm not getting noticed? Is it a thing that would bother you? No. Well, I'm a kind of 
well-known notice box, so I don't really worry about... You, you find other ways to get noticed. Yeah. I find other, other ways to get yeah. noticed, okay. like coming on this program. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You've answered your uh, question. But the wolf whistle is important because, because some women find it very offensive. Mm -hmm. And some women you've seen... As I think in it's banned case, in France, actually. Some mm -hmm. people, yeah, some people actually want it and find it very flattering. And, and you know, so you've got a divided opinion. Mm -hmm. But it's, as long as it's not threatening. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. actually right. a very good point. Yeah. Laws actually should yeah. make that point. Why aren't those people on the building side with me? Jane, thank you very much, Andrea. Thank you, Andrea. Thank Thanks, well. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE1 from 3.30. Or if you miss the show, you can watch it back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.